0: Welcome back to the SC Halfback Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Nemofsky. Welcome to another off-season pod today. Going through the last position group of our draft steals for the 2024 draft early on in the preseason, CTWs this time. I did mention earlier, I just want to give a shout out to one of the podcasts we did earlier. Finding the next Jermaine Asako. Very similar to this, where we're trying to find that CTW at a discount. That can be an absolute well beater for us. I did throw out Phil Sami. Uh, in that podcast, I still very, feel very good about Phil, and I think he'll be a great option. But I want to go a little bit deeper for you guys. Uh, some of these ones we've obviously done Pappenhausen, first, second round, gone into a Luke Brooks, round four to six, done some real smokies like Leo Thompson, Kyle Flanagan, uh, Jaden Braley. Today, I want to go into the CTW because there is a player right now who I think is going to be an absolute steal for where they get him. Right now, I have him as CTW33. I've got him as player overall, 110. He's from the Brisbane Broncos. I'm talking about Katoni Staggs. I think Katoni Staggs has a real opportunity this year, in 2024, to be the lead back of this team. Obviously, uh, Herbie Farnworth has gone on to the Dolphins, which has left up a hole. Herbie Farnworth last season, 23 games, 62-point average. Finishes the eighth overall CTW, 30th overall in supercoach scoring. To me, Kurtoni Staggs is a great player who now, you know, a couple of really good seasons under his belt can flourish as the number one option. His stats last year 23 games, similar games, 52 as a season average, uh, low score of 25, a high score of 136. Only the 100 last year. And I like that because it shows that those scores a little bit more. Spread out, not too, not too bad. He was a 28th overall CTW last year, 84th overall player. It just really gives me confidence. You look at the stats last year, then we'll kind of work backwards here. So, like I said, last year, 52 point average, 13 tries. That's definitely achievable. It wasn't a surge in tries, which would be hard to replicate. Seven goals, and he actually kicked below 50, percent so it'd actually, be better not to have that goal kicking there. Seven try assists, again, nothing crazy. Just put the ball on his outside guy. I think that could. Definitely go up. And line breaks, 14. Tackle breaks, 92. That's exactly what you're looking at Katoni Stags, His tackle efficiency, it's an 81. It's not bad. It's not good. Uh, but definitely not going to deter you from drafting him. So that was the stats last year. Um, Now, with Katoni Staggs, like I said, the monster score wasn't there. He obviously had the 136. There was an 83. There was a 96. And there was a 92. Other than that, Yes, there was a 28 in there, but there was a lot of 41s. There were some 50s. This is a guy I just think that, you know, in he wasn't going, he was on the favoured side for some of the season, but I think Herbie was definitely more double on his edge. I just think there's a chance for Tony Sags to be that guy now. And if you look at it, 62 points, let's say Dean Mariner goes in there and slots into that centre position. I don't see him taking all those points. I just think some have to be shifted over to the other side. So instantly we're looking at that. A 52-point average right now. Let's just give him half. Let's give him half of those stats. Gets him to a 57. He's in a great attacking team in the Brisbane Broncos. They'll have a chip on the shoulder this season. To me, this is a 57 to 59 point average center. Now, like I said, I've got him pretty late. I've got him as CTW33. Above him, got the likes of Steve from McCriden, Brian Kelly, Mike Aceva, Will Warbrick, Sua Falongo, Murray Tuolungi, and under him, Jack White, Nick Meaney, Jesse Ramian. So there's a lot of real, once you're at kind of this stage of the draft, you're just going, okay, I want to give you a good floor and occasionally can pop off. I think Stacks can do more than that. Like I said, you're looking at a guy here where Herbie Farnworth was the eighth overall CTWs. Look, I think there's a chance where Katoni can move from CT, CTW 28th into maybe 12 to 15 in that range. You're basically harping it. Right now, he's going in draft where I predict he'll go. is somewhere... CTW three or four on a lot of teams. I think he does have the upside to be a high CTW two. I wouldn't say he's a CTW one. I wouldn't go that far. Uh, maybe, you know, in a really deep league and center wings just come off the board like hotcakes. But he's someone who I definitely see can be used. I think, you know, for me, if I want to round out my team and I already have a really gun high level CTW like a Greg Marzi or a Brian Tor. I think Stags would be a very nice second choice there to go into my CTW. And you can take your pick on your Blake Wilson, your Bronson Sherrys, those type of guys to round out your CTW. Maybe even find a little stack there with a Rocco, Burry, Muscle, and Montoya for the, or for the Warriors, something like that. So, yeah, Catoni Stags. I just believe that this season coming up, he's going to have the real opportunity, like I said, to, you know, he was average drop position 102 last year. Again, he finishes at 84th player. So, where you dropped him at 102 overall, you've got a player back in return that outperformed his draft position where you drafted him. I think there'll be a great chance of it this year. I don't think he's going to go any higher this year than he's 102 that he did last year. And like I said, I've got him up slightly a little bit below. But, like I said, I think there's just great upside there. And he's going to be someone who, if he does start the season, you know, in that 44 to 52 mark on an average, I would definitely be buying low on him. I think there's a real chance where you could get him pre-low, post-draft. Someone plays those first two rounds. The ball just doesn't go to him. Dean Mariner scores a double in both games. That owner's like, okay, I'm going to move him on. I think his sags ended up in about four of our teams last year. Um, and I just think it's tremendous value, to be honest. I just think that this is a guy that, for the stage of the draft, you're to get him. Uh, round nine, round 10, round 11 in that range. Um, potentially you're going to score yourself a guy that can really help carry your CTW positions. And again, the Broncos are a nice attacking team. He'll be on the fringe of origin. I don't think he'll get it. So I don't think representative juice will be an issue for him this year. And yeah, a really fun player to have. You know, obviously sometimes he'll get you that 25 and you'll be upset. But when he's tackle breaking and he's on the move and he gets you a 60 to 80, um, a very, very fun one. So Tony Sags for me is a very, very interesting player because like I said, there's opportunity. There was a couple of really nice seasons back-to-back here. And I just think we really haven't even seen the ceiling yet. I think, you know, Ezra Mam is going to take a little bit more charge of this team. Reese Walsh obviously coming into his own. There'll be a lot more chances, I think, for outside backs this year. And they did a really good job of it last year. But, you know, you've lost a little bit of punch through the middle this year. There might be a bit more of going wide and spreading the ball. So I'm hoping that leads to a lot more opportunity, early opportunity for Tony Sags to really get those breaks, get those line-breaker assists, and hopefully get those tries. Because... I think he can really build off what he did last year. And if he does, it's an absolute steal in your CTW position. We'll leave it there, guys. Again, nice short and sweet. We've gone through all the position groups. Back to a bit more of our schedule in terms of some different things to try and change it up as we kind of breeze through. Some teams are into the second week of the preseason now, so nice little snapshot to see who's training well, the combinations that are forming, what are the news that's coming out. So we'll hit some of that in the next couple of podcasts. Uh, big board is up now. Go check it out at the SC Heartback in all the social medias. Reversion 10. Can't believe we're doing 10 weeks already, but it's really nice. We're getting a good little snapshot of who the player is rising and falling. And I think it will give a nice little guide of once we kind of get those player cards out with maximum draw position, lowest draw position. It would be a bit of a picture of that. if you're having a thought about a certain player, we can hopefully uh, show you the way to heal in the same way here. Leave it there, guys. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. Hear from you soon. Cheers.